Welcome back, everyone. This is Gameplay. I'm your host, Matthew Cos. Let's get right to my next guest. He's a busy man. Day before the deadline. Leafs taking on the Flames tonight. A game you can hear right here on TSN 1050 from the Toronto Sun. It is Lance Hornby. Good afternoon, Lance. Thanks for joining the show today. How you doing, Matt? Uh, lots of excitement, I guess. I guess we're uh, just about 24 hours away now, right, from the deadline. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, there is so much excitement because every team's trading, every team's going for stars, and 99% of those deals are going to teams in the East. Um, but before we look at the deadline, just quickly looking back, first thought on the Leafs' 5-2 loss to Edmonton. How are, how are the Oilers not undefeated? Like, when you see what McDavid <laughs> does out there, how the hell is that team not undefeated? Yeah, you know what? Um, it's a very interesting uh, situation there that they've uh, seemed to have a talent uh uh, you know, it, but something uh, something always seems to break down. And early on, it was a goaltending. Obviously, uh, Jack Campbell, uh, uh, even though he got on a recent hot streak, has not been what they thought. They've always had some issues on on their defense, trying to catch up with their offense and play a grittier style. And uh, you saw them uh, bring in Matthias Ekholm last night, and I think uh, that's going to be a big difference for them. Certainly, if they, uh, you know, this has been a big big week for them, taking on Boston, playing well against them, taking on. Uh, on Toronto, uh, you know, they're, they seem to be peaking at, uh, at the right time. Uh, their playoff spot wasn't really guaranteed until they got on this little streak. But, uh, now I think, uh, you're going to see a different team, a different Edmonton team. And, uh, of course we get to see them in Toronto, uh, on March 11th when they, uh, have the return match. I think the low moment in that game was on the, the 5 1 goal, uh, Clem Costin, where, it looked like every member. I, I wrote out here the, the the plus side is you can't blame one member of the Leafs because every one of them was embarrassing on the ice. Like just Nylander and, and and Matthews were invisible out there. It always hurts when Hyman scores. I mean that might have been that might have been the worst game of the year for the Maple Leafs. Oh, you know what? And uh, a good point by uh, by Sheldon Keith uh, too. That uh, it started with the penalty kill up front. Uh, you know, um, the uh, it's not great to to start on the kill, obviously, and having one of your uh, your new guys, McCabe, in the box in that situation. But you saw, you almost saw Marner's eyes light up when he had the uh, when the break. Him and Kampf uh, took off. But uh, as as pointed out, Edmonton has a very lethal power play, and in no time they got that puck back. Uh, got a nice rebound, and, and McDavid had put it in. So it started there, and, and it went downhill. And I think maybe, uh, you know, it, it kind of takes the excuse away that Ekholm showed up virtually before the national anthem and played well. But you had, I think, a, a lot of Leafs uh, disjointed. They're certainly uh, on defense. Um, you know, you can't blame it all on uh, on. McCabe, I think he uh, had some good no. points that it's uh, a different sort of system and he's going to take a little while to get used to it. But there were some other mistakes, guys uncovered and all that kind of thing. And as Keith said, it was my uh, veterans that let me down more than uh, any of the new guys. Uh, I actually thought uh, Lafferty played well. It's uh, you know it's a difficult thing uh, coming in. Different people jump in. Some people uh, trade like that. They fly all day and they have adrenaline. Bang, and they go, just like uh, O'Reilly did when he came uh, to the Leafs. Uh, from his trade. So uh, it'd be interesting to see. Maybe even tonight won't be a, a very good uh, example of what the final Leaf uh, picture is going to look like because of uh, new guys coming in, potentially again tonight at Shen and Gustafson. We'll have to see. But uh, last, uh, I think the last week of the season when Toronto plays uh, five times in eight nights against some pretty good competition, Oof. that's when they hope to be a very, uh, a very, uh, much more cohesive team and one that uh, hopes to do some damage in playoffs. 
Joined by Lance Ar- uh, Hornby, I was going to say Armstrong, Lance Hornby from the Toronto Sun. Uh, <laughs> one, one final thought about last night's game. I think maybe the most disappointing thing is you have all these new players, so then it should have been incumbent on the Stars to show up. But Matthews, I didn't notice Matthews at all last night. And Nylander was on the ice, I think, for three goals, took some penalties. He had more penalties than he had shots on goal. You know, I, and, I mean, that to me is, is the main issue I look at, not Jake McCabe. I look at the Stars. Their job is to make life easier for the newbies. Oh, yeah, for sure. And uh, you're right, uh, McCabe. I'm sorry, uh, Matthews uh, didn't uh, have a strong game. And it's uh, interesting, too, because they it looked like things were meshing so well uh, in Seattle. And Matthews gets a couple of goals. Looks like he's back on the offensive uh, track, not to uh, take away, obviously, from some very uh, – very, very good uh, defensive play that has encouraged a lot of people that the Leafs can uh, can win a series against uh, you know Tampa Bay and and have uh, their offensive guys play play heavy down low with the additions of these new guys as well. But that was uh, a disappointment. And you're always amazed too when you uh, you look around the the rink in Edmonton and see all the Leafs support there. You know, uh, usually that's a great inspiration for uh, Toronto to play uh, to play well. They only make one trip uh, out west, and you know, I don't know how I'd feel if I was a uh, Matthews or a Barner or a Nylander fan, and that's their one trip, and they uh, kind of yeah. have a no show there at the start of the game. Uh, they played better in the third, but by then uh, the horse was out of the barn. Yeah, I was going to make the predictable joke. It's like it's a shame the Leafs are playing so poorly in front of the home crowd, but we've all done we've all done that joke when they're in Edmonton, and it's all just go Leafs go. Um, so I was like, nah, uh, it's it's low hanging fruit, which usually I like because I'm short. Um, look, just any thoughts on the fact that not only it's Joseph Wall starting tonight, but it it feels with each passing day that Matt Murray is more of a mystery than anything else. You know what? Uh, a lot of people in uh, in Ottawa, especially not to take away obviously from Matt's uh, cups in in Pittsburgh, but uh, people said you know w- there is going to be uh, a-, a time when uh, he he has a-, a mystery illness or whatever, or tries to uh, play through something, and uh, unfortunately that's what happened here. The encouraging part is when he's been on, he's been he's been pretty good, and uh, yeah. I-, I think uh, the idea has been a uh, you know he-, he sort of got pushed to the uh, to the background by the by the unexpected strong season that Samsonov has put up but uh, you're going to need two goalies and that's another thing last night I mean not the, that any of that was on Samsonov but they needed a couple of saves at times uh, you know especially early on to try and keep it close and uh, he wound up making almost 30 and kept them in but they're going to need two goalies uh, down the stretch they're going to need a very healthy Matt Murray and unless uh, I'm not in the school that says Dubas is uh, saving one more deal for a goalie to come in the next uh, 24 hours uh, I-, I think he's invested enough in Matt Murray, and I think the Leafs have uh, have seen enough of what this guy can do when he's healthy to, uh, to clear the cap space, get him uh, get him settled away, get him some games before uh, in, the, in the last twenty down the stretch, and have him uh, ready to go as a starter, if not uh, a backup to Samsonov, who is uh, I think earned the number one spot as of now. Yeah, uh, I I agree uh, that yes, yeah, Samsonov does. He he deserves to be that guy. Um, do you th- I, do you want to, this just prediction? And you know, I mean, none of us have any idea. And you know, at one point Dubas says, "I'm not trading first round picks for rentals." Like, ah, okay, maybe I am. But uh, the Bruins, the, the Bruins go and get Tyler Bertuzzi because why not? I mean, you know, hey, let's let's help our third line by bringing in a first or second liner. Uh, do you think there's? Uh, do you think between now and the end of the deadline, do you think the the Leafs are done? I mean, I'm seeing the clamoring for go just go grab max domi from um from uh, the blackhawks do you think lance there'll be any more deals 
Well, you know what? I think they've uh, they, there is some room there and uh, at forward. I mean, they have uh, brought in a couple, but they they lost Engvall, who's a decent uh, depth guy. Uh, I, I think uh, you know if Dubas is true to his word, he's tried to keep competition going down with the Marlies. So I really think that their extra guy is probably going to come from there. If it's not uh, if it's not Dryden Hunt or Bobby McMahon, who's uh, heard right now uh, with the Marlies, or, or Holmberg, who we've seen a little bit of, I think that's where their extra guy may come from. And there, an, another guy to maybe keep your eye on too, uh, you know, he hasn't been ruled out totally. Is uh, is uh, Dahlstrom, who's been the defenseman. He's been yep. a guy who's, uh, you know, he's had the season-long shoulder surgery. You saw a little bit of what he could do at the end of last year, a bigger defenseman, and maybe that's another guy who who fits in there somewhere. Maybe that, uh, maybe they get a good report on him, and maybe that affects the way they treat, say, uh, Justin Hall in the next 24 hours, who's of course going to be free agent and uh, certainly has his detractors here in Toronto. And, uh, you know, if they're going to move somebody out and maybe bring in a forward, maybe uh, that's a guy that gets something for. Uh, As I let you go, it feels like, oh, third string goalie, back-to-back for the Maple Leafs. Calgary's desperate. Feels like the safe play is to bet on the Flames. But this is the Maple Leafs where uh, no team has more embarrassing losses than them, and then no team bounces back better than them. Like, Do you have any, as I let you go, Lance, any expectations? What are your expectations for tonight's game against the Flames? I, I think it's going to be interesting if, if Luke Shin or Gustafson or one of them gets in there because uh, Shen's just chomping at the bit to get in the lineup, I think. This is a big thing for him. He, uh, you know, he wired ahead to uh, McCabe to ask for his old number back when they originally gave Jake McCabe Number two, I think he's uh, ready to go, and I think it's you know uh, to, to bring us full circle to the start of the conversation. They didn't look great last night. There's a lot of reasons to uh, want to play it better, and uh, you know as uh, Calgary's desperate, Calgary's also struggling, and uh, Markstrom especially. I think the Leafs can uh, try and uh, make something uh, make something of this tonight and bounce right back. Lance, always appreciate. Read the man's work in the Toronto Sun. Check out the coverage, especially over the next 48 hours. Uh, it feels like there still could be more moves to be made. Thank you, as always, Lance. Enjoy the game tonight. Thanks for having me on, Matt. Appreciate it. Absolutely, absolutely. That is Lance Hornby from the Toronto Sun.